well, I want to welcome Martin Ellis here to Coffee Conversations and Badasses Podcast, and we're doing a special about fatherhood. Martin, man, tell me a little bit about fatherhood and how you just uh, kind of dove into it. Yeah, so uh, dove into it. Yeah, so <laughs> it is kind of that is kind of the case, and you know, I so I, um, I think it's I think it's important to to just reflect on, I was the oldest brother of six in a predominantly single mother household. And, you know, when you are the oldest male in the house starting at nine years old, it, um, it kind of creates a little, some responsibilities, some, some thoughts about how things should be done. And, you know, you're, you don't have wisdom at nine, but you think that you do, you think that you have the answers. And I always knew from a young age that I wanted to be a father and so it, it kind of was a long time coming. Then I meet my beautiful bride, and um, a couple years later, after marriage, we uh, we have we start having kids. And entering into fatherhood was um, man. I remember one day sitting up at the computer, kind of like I am now, and just um, just being rushed with this. Man, I have made mistakes, lots of them, and now I've got to bring kids into the world, and they are going to be somewhat bear the brunt of where I've came from and the mistakes I've made and wishing I could have done a better job. And so that brought me to my knees and, you know, I'm praying to God. And, um, so anyways, then, so then we, we have kids. And so you did it right though. I mean, you, you found your wife, you know, you guys had a relationship before and then you got married and then had kids, you know, I think a lot of us, like myself, get it backwards. You know, we we find somebody, we date them, like, oops, she's pregnant. Now what do we do? Yeah. Right? You know, and so you did it right, man, and I commend you for that, man. That's that's awesome. You know, well, and I don't I, know if there's a right or a wrong, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it, you know, I really, I really do think it is important. I mean, and, you know, not throwing stones at you or anybody else. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't perfect in that either. But I think that when we fatherhood really begins before long before you have kids, you know, it's in, um, you know, it's in choosing your wife. It's in, um, making good decisions, um, preparing your heart and your mind and, and the path ahead because having kids, um, how many do you have? I have four and have I four. did not want to have kids. Okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I think people in high school would have been like, man, he's least likely to have kids. Uh, sure. and now I have, I have four, uh, awesome, awesome kids. Yeah. And, and really, um, and so, um, you know, right or wrong way, you know, I mean, we can, once we get down that path, you know, we can cor course correct and we can become the fathers that we want to be And and throughout fatherhood, right. We're going to make mistakes and, and that's part of it. But I really do think that there is, there is a, a way of doing it that is honoring to um, the Lord, depending on what your faith is, um, but honoring to your wife and your kids as well. Because if you, um, when you're not married, there's not a commitment there. And so you can disband the family before the family even begins and how that's really tough on the kids and tough on your marriage and things like that too. So I really do think that you know, some forethought is good. And again, uh, this is not a throwing stones. I am an imperfect man and did not do things perfectly, but, um, but just speaking to, um, to that notion of, you know, doing yeah. it the right way. I think that there is a, um, 
a way that is good and pleasing to the Lord. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. You know, I mean, we're, we're all imperfect people, right? You know, it's, we were set on a path and we chose a different direction that maybe steered it into another direction. Uh, you know, like, like you were saying, you know, uh, there's really no perfect way to yeah. kind of be, I mean, you can plan it, which I don't know what the percentage of is, but I think a lot of us are not planning kids. Yeah. Um, uh, I think most of us have it just uh, like, oh, okay, you know, uh, here we go. Now I'm going down this fatherhood and this knot and this sickening feeling in your stomach is going, oh, my God, I am responsible for more than myself. You know, now I'm going to have this little human being just look at me and going, I need you. You have to take yeah. care of me. Please be there for me. Yeah. You know, you know, hold me in the bad you know, and guide me in the good. Right. Well, and it's, yeah. And it sounds uh, like whether you're not, you planned it, you said, okay, this is a responsibility, right? And it is, you know, that is, that's a huge part of response of fatherhood. A hundred percent. I was young. I was, well, I mean, not that young, but I was 22 and in no way, shape or form ready to have kids was not ready at, was not ready at all. And not only that, but how I grew up was was a little bit different. I was I had a sibling, but we didn't grow up together. Um, so I was kind of only child, and raised by my dad. And so, a little bit different of a life, you know. He wasn't the coddling, you know, everything's gonna be okay. It was like, what? Rub some dirt on it, dude. Stop crying, you know, like kind of, kind of dad. And it's like, okay, so it toughened me up in a different way. Uh, never really prepared for kids. Uh, never really thought I wanted kids, um, until I started having kids and now I wouldn't change them, any of them for the world. You know, what's, uh, so what would be, how would you describe fatherhood? Yeah, that's a good, it's a good question. And, um, I, so I, I really believe that fatherhood is really, well, it's multifaceted, obviously, but it is um, a bit of what I would say stewardship, you know, guidance and leadership um, and kind of stepping back all at once. So, um, you know, I, I'm going to go back, I'm going to go to scripture and stuff on this because I, you know, really, so the Lord says that he knew us before we were born, that he, he knit us in our mother's womb or in a secret place, that he predestined us. Um, that he, that we are his workmanship, um, created in Christ for good works and, um, which he prepared in advance. And he says that we are, we have special gifts and stuff. So if he did all of that, he did all of that for my kids. Right. So, so those kids, he did that for, he created them, um, my wife and I are the vessel to which he brought that through. And then we get to now steward this gift, his created being. So then, so then I have to be curious, you know, who is this little bundle come? How did they come to me? Because these people who say that I raised them all the same. Well, if you did, you probably, I, I would say that you're not doing it right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, and, and again, not throwing stones, but th- my, all three of my kids are wildly different. I have two boys and a girl, uh, 12, 10 and, um, seven, about to be 13 and eight. Um, and they came into the world differently. I have a boy who walks in into a room and just really like studies it. And, you know, is kind of slow getting into it. 
um, and, and all the, all the information coming in, he really takes to heart. And then I have a son who is just like, um, you know, very calm and relaxed, but he just, he'll go in and he's not really worried about the surrounding stuff. And then my daughter is a spitfire and kind of in between. So, so then I, I have this, this perfectly created, these perfectly created kids. And so I need to, um, guide them to be the best form of their creation. And I want I really don't want to be a roadblock to that. I want to be somebody who amplifies that kind of like, um, you know, an NBA coach versus, um, a peewee coach. Right. Um, I want to be, I want to be seeing those angles and I want to be guiding them and shepherding them through that. So, but in doing that as a father, um, you know, there's a lot of things that are in there. You talked about responsibility um, and teaching them that, talking to them about failure and about girls or boys, about, you know, the world and it's bombarding, you know, I mean, there's just, there's so much there. But to me, um, I think that that is the foundation of, of fatherhood is stewardship of these created beings. That's well said, man. I really like that. I really like that. I mean, we could have, we, we probably talk hours just on the noise that's out there that is trying mm. to intrude on our kids today. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, that is, that's a whole nother topic. And I think we sure. all kind of cringe, you know, cause you know, I know my dad was like, man, I'm glad I wasn't a kid when you were a kid. And I'm <laughs> over here looking at my kids going, I'm glad I wasn't a kid when you were a kid, you, what yeah. you guys are going through now. Cause this is, it, it's, it's really crazy. Uh, dynamic and you know i don't know i'm, I'm in san diego um so it, i think it's some somewhat amplified maybe here maybe not maybe i'm just in that isolated box and there's just a lot of people but you know uh it's it's a tough world for you know being a <laughs> yeah. father just being a parent you know it's not even being a father it's just being a parent yeah. you know and it creates a different dynamic and a different struggle is uh oh. Is there been a time where you've had struggled with one of your kids more than the other? Um, I, I, I think I struggle with each of them a little bit differently. You know, like I said, they each have um, their personalities. I, I would, you know, maybe hmm, it, it's interesting because I think that the biggest struggle that I have is really not knowing and having having not been there before, right? Because wisdom is, you know, taking that knowledge and understanding and putting it into action. And we don't get the opportunity to do that with our first kids, like every moment that they have is their first. So, you know, um, the first kid being born, you know, like I said, I, I was down on my knees because I knew I was bringing in some baggage. And then, you know, when, um, so, you know, I think the first real struggle that I had was when my, my oldest son was about two years old and I, you know, I'm reading books on how to be a parent. I'm, you know, we're following like baby wise and we're following this guy and that guy and trying to teach my kid how to obey. Right. That's a, that's a tough thing. So I, I was heavy handed. I was thinking, okay, so if my son disobeys me, I'm going to spank him you know, just to let him know, Hey, this is a wrong way. I'm not, I'm not angry at him, but I'm just spanking him. So he knows. Right. Yeah. And, um, but I, I was doing it quite often. 
And he got to a spot where he was very angry with me and he would hit back and he would yell and he'd run off. And I mean, this is two years old. I mean, so if, you know, I really do believe that, you know, as parents, we're trying to keep our kids between the guardrails, you know, of life. And, um, but if you, but if you do it in such a way that you're trying to keep them on the center line the whole time, that's, I think it's, um, there's not a lot of wisdom in that. Like I was like, Hey, you got off the center line. I'm going to spank you, get you, try to get you back on. Really what we need to do is allow them to have that freedom within those guardrails. And really the guardrails are just saying, Hey man, that's really dangerous over there. And so I'm going to let you know for sure. So, um, but during that time, uh, my wife and I, and my two-year-old, and I think he was, my other boy was like six months old. Anyways, we went, we went to Hawaii and I, we just put everything away. We just had fun, um, looked him in the eyes, was present with him for every moment. And he lightened up and it was, I mean, it was a, a complete 180 from the time that we left to the time that we got back. And it was all because of me, like my heavy handedness, my not being curious about my boy, um, and kind of missing the mark there as a dad, in my opinion, you know, so that was really my first, um, encounter with, um, my struggles or shortcomings as a father in trying to raise a boy for the first time, you know, raise any kids for the first time. It's hard. I mean, it really is because you, you know, how you were probably raised with a heavy hand, you know, corrected the course real quick, you know, whatever you're doing is corrected real quick. And I think you definitely nailed that kind of on the head is like, don't you're staying within the perimeters of the guardrails. I'm good. You know what I mean? Go be curious, go make a couple mistakes. You know, I'll talk to you about the mistakes. You know, when it gets too dangerous, that's when the hand comes out. And I was just like you, where I kind of struggled internally with that as well, because I was like, I was raised with a heavy hand. And so it was, it was just easy because that's the nature, right? That's just like, Hey, that's how I know. I know when I'm doing something bad by getting the heavy hand or, um, I'm not particularly paying attention or listening to my father or my mother. Uh, and that my firstborn was the same way. Um, uh, my second born a lot less actually almost minimal than third. Uh, I, man, I know I probably spanked her one time, right. um, maybe, but, yeah. and then my, my youngest, uh, probably twice in his life. I've, I've had to, spank him really you know get his attention and then you know but i mean that hasn't been he's nine so we're yeah. talking six years probably six six five six years before, you know last time i've had to do that and now yeah. it's more of that words you know yeah you know guide them with a heavy word not a heavy hand you know and teach them and tell them why they're making a mistake because i think one thing we missed the mark on is we correct it but we never know and tell them why yeah. You communicate yes. that why is important when they're just kind of like, fuck, you know, every time I do this, like <laughs> I just get smacked like, fuck, you know, like yeah. why, you know? So yes. now you tell that why you communicate to them. They're like, oh, okay. So yeah. man. Yeah. That's- yeah, def- yeah. Definitely the why you're going into it and then, you know, preparing your heart for that moment. Right. Because the way that you come to them in those moments is what is, I think what, um, what makes that connection for them? Sure. You know, and, and I wasn't, I actually wasn't raised um, with a heavy hand. I, 
and I say that my my mom would, um, you know, and I, this is not a anything against my mom, but my mom would slap us. But yeah. it wasn't it wasn't often, and it wasn't, you know, I think at the, some point, you know, with us boys, we just got to a spot where that physical correction was. I mean, there was. I think it was early that it just didn't work for us. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's sometimes necessary because it's it's more get your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Got you like, oh man, you know. And so I have, I have, I still have it, but ADHD. Okay. And you know, if you've ever known a kid with ADHD, man, we are just bouncing off the walls, man. And I was just, I just couldn't stop, just go 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 like my dad would tell me like dude you would wake up and from the moment you wake up to dang near the moment you went to sleep you were just 110 percent, and it was oh, yeah. non-stop and i was like okay i can understand why you have gray hairs and you're tired you know <laughs> i hope you're getting rest oh, yeah. since i've grown up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes yeah uh, you know and i had i had my mentor who was my first guest on my show and he he really talked about um, discipline as holding a like holding a bar of soap. If you hold a, a wet bar of soap too tight, it's going to shoot right out of your hands. If you hold it too loose, it's going to slip right out of your hands. So it's really that 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 balancing of just holding it just right and knowing how to. Um, and so each kid, you have to. I really believe we have to hold them a little each a little bit different, you know, and. Um, and that's where that curiosity and um, understanding and really, you know, really seeking to know our kids well. I agree. Did you, when you, so you changed to the kind of way you parented your kids and like, okay, less heavy a hand, more heavy on a word, you know, and that heartfelt word is what you're really going after, I believe. Um, did that change the relationship with your kids and like build you kind of a closer family? Mm, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the, that's the hope is that, um, you know, I, you know, my, I think that it's best described in, so my kids, when they're at home, they will, you know, they'll say stuff like you're mean or, um, they'll get mad and they'll, they'll show these big emotions. Right. But when they're at school or with other people, they're very respectful, very kind. They, when they get report cards, it's, you know, they talk a lot about their strength of character, which I really love. So, um, to me, it's saying that they, they feel free to express themselves at home. Um, and then they're also get, gaining that wisdom or in that they have that knowledge of what we, our expectations are and, you know, going out into the world is tough. Right. And they have to, when they're at school, it's, you know, six hours of being on your best behavior and studying and all that. So they need a place to decompress. So, yeah, I would say that it did really, um, if I were heavy handed at home, um, with every little thing that they did, um, man, they really wouldn't have a safe place, yeah. right? They wouldn't have a place where they could feel free to decompress or emote um, because our kids have all these emotions. And if if we are just saying, hey, suppress that, push it all down, instead of walking alongside them and saying, hey, is this really the best direction right now? Or, hey, you know, I see that you're, you know, struggling right now with this. Maybe the way that you could handle it is, you know, um, 
you know, you're mad at your brother, go punch the punching bag or, you know, go throw a baseball or go draw a drawing or something, you know, just teaching them different ways to, um, release that energy you know, to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, I think it, it has changed. Um, yeah. I mean, the proof's going to be in the pudding, right? I mean, we got a long life, a long life. Oh ahead. yeah. Um, oh yeah, man. You do. You so, do. That's uh, yeah. I've got an 18 so year old who is uh, finding his way. Okay. And so, yeah, yeah. I had, uh, he's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes you feel like you're a failure at fatherhood, uh, by the outcome mm. of your kids, you know? And again, it's sometimes it's not the, what you're doing at home, it's how they interact out there in the real world. And uh, sometimes in the social environment, they get a hold of in the wrong crowd or the wrong people. And uh, that was a, a very big shift with me and my oldest son is he got a hold of the wrong crowd. And I just could not correct the course. Um, I tried everything that I knew of in my limited knowledge, I guess, of correcting it. You know, I tried the heavy hand. I tried to talk into, I've tried to, hey, let's get you an activity to, let's talk. Let's, you know, let's get some therapy. Let's do something. Yeah. yeah. Man, nothing worked, man. He just stuck in his ways and was like, nope, I'm going down this road and nobody's going to stop me. And I was like, well, okay, well, you've got the keys, man, and you're behind the wheel. So, you know, if you need me to come pull you out, just let me know. Right. So, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, I, and and so he's still, yeah, he's still he's on still that road. On, yeah, he's still on that road. Yeah. So that was a, probably the hardest thing. Well, not the hardest thing. Uh, like I said, we could probably talk about this for hours, man. My the yeah. road and trajectory down to the fatherhood, my fatherhood's a little, um, what it looks like is a little bit different. Uh, you know, because my I, there. So I have two kids from each marriage. Yeah, I've been married and divorced twice. So. My first marriage was, uh, she actually only knew each other for four months. And I was like, well, she got pregnant. I was like, I want to step up, do the right thing and be a dad. And, uh, and I did. And unfortunately we just didn't last. And we ended up having another kid right before we were probably going to get separated. So I stayed a little bit, a couple of years longer. Just, you know, I was like, okay, well, I definitely cannot leave. You know, now I have this another bundle of joy that I've just got to really watch out for and protect. And so I did. And then uh, um, met my second ex-wife and um, end up, she, I don't learn very easy is the problem. <laughs> sure. uh, so in, we, we were in love. And then right before my deployment, she's like, hey, I'm pregnant. And I was like, mm. Mm, there's an element of surprise. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to do with this? I was like, well, let's get married. So let's get married do what I know how to do is provide and protect. <clears throat> uh, so I'm pretty good at that. Uh, but I have that sense of kind of my dad, you know, the, you know, Hey, I'm not the too lovey kumbaya. And with my second set of kids, I had to really change that in me. And like, you know, especially after the divorce, I was like, Oh wow. Like I've got to be, sensitive to them as well because i don't have that other element there with me to be that co-parent and play our strengths and their weaknesses <laughs> so i had to really learn and go down this path of learning 
how to adapt to yeah. that kind of and it's and when you do it and you're older in life that's hard yeah and with your with your 18 your year old he, he's 18 right now with your 18 year old has um do you sense that he or has he had the opportunity to tell you how he feels about you as a father or what he wants from you or if if there was anything missing or that's a powerful question um I don't recall. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever asked him that question. That would be a great question to ask him. So, and I, and I asked that on just because I, my relationship with my father is not the best. I mean, my, I respect my father. My father worked hard. He paid child support um, for um, all, you know, all the years that he was divorced from my mom until we were of age. And, um, he was a hardworking guy. We just didn't get along. And we, to this day, don't have the greatest relationship. And um, I think if he were curious about me, if he sought me out um, and wanted to know those, how he could engage in my life better, and not not that I'm trying to be selfish about it, but um, I, I, it's just a reality. I mean, as I'm a 45-year-old man who... Um, still would love to have a father who would say, Hey, how can I engage you in life? Um, you know, but there also is, you know, there's also the story of the prodigal son where the father, you know, just this, the kid left, went mm -hmm. and partied, did all of his wild gallivanting around. And the father was like, Hey, um, as soon as the kid came back, he go, you know, he goes running to his son and his son is like, well, can I just, can I just work, um, you know, taking care of your pigs. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to kill the fatted calf for you. We're going to have a party and I'm going to put a robe on you. You know, you are, you are my son, you know? And so just that love that a father has. Um, so somewhere in there, you know, uh, I think there's, you know, there's still, there's still a lot of life left, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, he's, he's gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think about him often. You know, yeah. so um, at times I, I have that stubbornness, man. I've got that Midwest mentality of just being a stubborn guy. And I'm just like, nope, nope. You want to you want a relationship with me? You have to reach out to me. But it's a two way street. It's got to yeah. be somebody's got to give. Uh, and when we talk, we still talk. Yeah. Um, but it's a blanket talk. It's, you know, the no emotion talk. The, hey, how's everything going? Great, great. You know, just the baseline level of communication, you know, which, uh, you know, and for me, it's just saying, okay, you know, at least I know he's safe, you know, yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's what the communication is for me, um, with him, but I, I'm definitely going to go, I, I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to go ask him, uh, because it's not too late. No. And if I can no. ask him that now and we can change the trajectory of our relationship, that's a win. Amen, brother. I mean, that's, yeah. That's, that's right. a win. Because he's young. I mean, 18 is still, I mean, that's young. And he's still impressionable. Oh, yeah. You know, 100%. I can still have that impression on him, which I, I did, at least I thought. Um, uh, and, you know, drugs are just a powerful thing out here. And so, um, but, and then uh, another role model in his life, I thought they would learn a really good lesson about that, but. You know, they didn't. Um, but yeah, 
man, these challenges, man, the, the life of, of fatherhood is a messy challenges of triumphs and devastating, devastating setbacks. Wow. And, um, you know, and you have to be strong to show them that how devastating it is. It really isn't that devastating, but on the inside, it's just killing you and eating yeah. you alive. And then you get that bond and that closeness. And if you can get through that, that is just an impeccable part about fatherhood, about being a parent, you know. And uh, that's what me and the youngest kids have really done is just embrace that family atmosphere and – um and I've learned a lot, you know, being a young father to now being much more mature is like, okay, I know the mistakes I've made in the past. I damn sure am not going to make those mistakes now. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to correct them and make sure I'm on course with being the best father and the best positive role model I could be for my kids. Yeah. Good That's the same you, outlook man. for you? Yeah. Yeah. Is that is it the same outlook for me? Is yeah. That is that the same outlook for you? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, every day just digging in and seeing, um, yeah, where we can make those course corrections, you know, yeah. so that we have the trajectory that we want. I liked, I, I like that word trajectory, right? Because it, it really, um, it really has that eye forward to where we're yeah. going and a reality of where we've been. And, um, you know, there, there's a piece of scripture and, but it's also the, this visual of, you know, our kids being like arrows, yeah. you know, and so we're this archer and we've got this quiver full of arrows. And, you know, if we, if we could say that each arrow flies a little differently. Right. Um, and so we, we take time and take aim and we're looking down course uh, to where we want them to go. And we're practicing the flight of each arrow. And so that, you know, at the end of time, wherever we're looking, we have to let, we're going to have to let go of our kids and let them fly. And we hope that we hope that we have, understood them and known their flight path well enough that when we let go that they're flying where we want them to fly. Right. Yeah. Stays within that target. Amen. You know? Amen. Martin, man, I appreciate you coming on here, dude. Really. Uh, sounds like you're an amazing father, man. Really. Uh, not only that, but I didn't know you're going to come on here and give me some nuggets. Uh, <laughs> so I really appreciate it, man. I really do. Um, thank you. Happy father's day coming up, man. Enjoy it. Hopefully you're not going to be working. And yeah. uh, just take time, man, for the kids. Yeah, and love and embrace them. Yeah, and you too, man. And and yeah, keep up the good fight, man. Sounds like you are. I mean, just doing what the dad needs to do, man. And and keep growing and and leading. Absolutely, man. Thanks, Thanks for having me on, brother. Yep. If you have a heroic story and you'd like to share it, get in contact with us. Our information's in the bio. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe, like and share and then i'll see you on the next episode badasses